911, what's the nature of your emergency? Welcome back to the Tactical Living Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Walton, joined again by Mr. Clint Walton. How are you? I'm excellent. As we record this, it is currently 1025, and this episode is going to post on Monday, November the 1st. Fuck, how is it going to be November? I know, right? Everything COVID. I think COVID, the virus actually is just like this element of time manipulation. It's It really is. Like, I think COVID has been a time machine. Like, it's fast forwarded <laughs> the last two years. Like, I, I can't even believe that the two years is gone. I know. But what I thought we could talk about, because Clint, you just mentioned it, was the brother, the brothers in Blue Bash that we're going to be attending in Las Vegas this week. And I thought we could air this episode and then later record another one about our experience and maybe some things that we've learned or gotten to do. And... The Wounded Blue is is who is putting on this bash. And if you haven't checked them out, I encourage you to go to their website, see what they're all about. They are incredible when it comes to supporting injured police officers. And um, there's so much more that they do, including getting service dogs for people. And it's just a really great organization. And my company, Leo Warriors, has sponsored this event two fucking years ago because it kept <laughs> getting postponed, postponed, postponed. And now it's finally on. And what I wanted to talk about was... Something that didn't dawn on me until just now. Clint mentioned, like, let's talk about the Brothers in Blue Bash. But I kind of gave him an eye roll. And then I stopped and I I was like, okay, I have actually a great thing that we can talk about in relation to this, although it hasn't happened yet. And Clint and I, we live in Southern California. So we've probably been to Las Vegas a thousand times in our lifetime, I would guess. And something that was so different this time was... Because we have people flying in from all over the country, my table seat's 10. So we literally have people coming from everywhere. We want to be hospitable, right? And it's a little bit difficult to do that when you're not in your own house. And it's a little bit difficult for us to do that because there's nothing in Vegas that we haven't already seen, or so we thought. Mm -hmm. And what came to me was that because the dynamics of us going to Vegas this time are so much different than any other time that you and I have ever gone to Vegas, it's actually going to be like a completely new experience for us all together. And I'm saying that because Clint mostly has been doing a great deal of research. We've also not ever gone to Vegas on Halloween, at least I haven't. Mm -mm. And that was just a pure coincidence. And because of the dynamics being so different with so many people coming in with different personalities, different ages, different activity levels and things like that, we've been trying to find things of commonality, things that we would all be able to enjoy together. And then people, of course, they can opt out if they want to. I'm going to bring my recording equipment. We'll have that set up in our room. And there are so many things that we didn't even know about that exist in Vegas that have existed in Vegas for a very long time, that had we not had this variance in the dynamics of us going to Vegas, we probably would have never ventured out and discovered them at all. Yeah, it's something like, you know, even when we have guests here at our house, there's stuff that in California that we never go see or we take advantage of because we really don't have the desire to see, like we'll say the Hollywood sign. I mean, I lived in Calif- I've lived in California my whole life and we've only seen the Hollywood sign twice, or I have personally, but it's something that it's never been important to us to go see. So as we're... G- Getting ready, gearing up for this trip to to go to Vegas, we're trying to find things outside the box where 
when Ashley and I go to Vegas, it's more of just a kind of a getaway where we'll go and play slot machines, go eat some good food and just kind of hang out, go see a show here and there. We've seen most of the shows. And we'll walk like 10 to 20 miles a day because we just like to explore and like just try to see new shit. But we we just don't ever happen to stumble upon anything new. I know. And so it, it's kind of funny how the dynamic shifted and I went out there on an extradition last week and and as I'm driving and this is actually what brought this to my attention um this location that I think we're going to look into going to it kind of stood out to me I thought at first I'm like oh this looks like just a a whole warehouse where all they do is raves like these electric dance parties every night that's what it kind of seemed like but when I started looking into it more, it seemed like a really, really cool experience to to go check out. And so that's one thing we're going to do. Or even seeing the Las Vegas sign. Like, have you ever seen that? Um, the, the one when you're driving into Vegas? Like, it says, welcome to Las Vegas. Where well, I've it's... seen it. I haven't stopped to, like, hang out and take a fucking selfie with it, although that seems like the thing that people need to do. Well, when, <laughs> when, when uh, my partner and I drove by the other day, there's actually a whole line of people, and it's all, like, people waiting in line to take a picture in front of that Las Vegas sign. It's just very interesting. And, and so it's all these little things that we're coming across, or even downtown Vegas. I've been to downtown Vegas once when I was a kid, but it wasn't even what it is now where we're going to go check that out. You can, did you know you can zip line through the whole downtown Vegas thing? I did not know that. So you can zip line and it has it going through. It's all covered and it looks pretty cool. Like there's <laughs> different things that you can do just outside of our typical normal. Yeah, and that definitely is the normal. Like you think of going to Vegas, you donate a shit ton of money into the casinos and you know, the, the restaurants are very popular, of course, seeing the shows, but there's really not any show that we haven't already seen. And because we go there so frequently, we don't believe in paying for anything like that when we go. So it's whatever offers they send to us. That's typically the kind of thing that we take advantage of. But that that area that Clint was talking about, it's actually called Area 15. And if you go to area15.com, you can see it. And it literally is like, imagine a Walmart warehouse or an Amazon warehouse. And it's all segregated into different sections. And you can pay to get into these different sections and do these different things. But it is it reminds me very much of like a Korean atmosphere or like a Chinese atmosphere where you know that they are far beyond the time of that here, like we are here in the United States. Everything is so modernized and advanced looking. And it looks to me as though you would be walking into something that is like 40 or 50 years into the future. And there's different activities and things. And we, we really are just speculating right now. We're, we're going off mm-hmm. of just what it seems to be, but I'm excited to do that. And even I introduced everybody into a group chat that's going to be joining us at our table. And even by doing that, we have a friend and she lives in Las Vegas and she recommended there's something called the Mob Museum. I never even heard of the Mob Museum before. We certainly never decided to go to a museum when we went to Vegas. However, that might be something that's fun to do. And again, because it's going to be a quote holiday, there are other things that are different than any other time that we've ever experienced Vegas before. And the point that I'm trying to make here is even though something might seem so mundane and just 
so routine doesn't necessarily have to be if you're able to find the key that you need to turn in order to shift the dynamics a little bit. And sometimes that could be introducing new people. And if those people aren't going to be joining you, maybe you can introduce those new people and ask what their experience has been in the thing that you're going to do that you think is just so repetitious. And that's probably something that going forward, especially when we go to Vegas, that I might want to do is to just ask other people what their favorite thing is to do in Vegas or when they go to Hollywood or like wherever the place is, because by networking and learning things like this from other people, you know, sometimes we need to take our ego and set it to the side because you might think that you know it all. I mean, I've certainly got that sense, like it's Vegas, like you know, we've gone so many times. But when you're able to kind of humble yourself down a little bit, it opens yourself up to a, a lot more in terms of opportunity. Yeah, and there's, and Ashley and I, we've really experienced so much by just opening ourselves up to those opportunities that, or experiences that other people have recommended to us. There's been times where we're like, oh, that doesn't really sound cool. Then we go out and do it and we're like, wow, that was really fun. We've had a lot of great experiences and great stories based off of that. Yeah. And I think for us, and this is just my interpretation, but a lot of what changed when it came to enjoying experiences was Clint and I used to always be the type of couple that would shut ourselves off to the rest of the world. Like, this is our time. This is our little bubble. We don't want to fucking talk to you. Leave us alone. God, those kids are crying. Like, no, 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 Right. And when we got over ourselves and we started to smile at other people and make eye contact with other people and introduce them into our circle, we actually started to build some of the most incredible friendships and relationships that, that we have. And I think that is also something that's important for us to be able to recognize when we need to kind of put ourselves in check a little bit. And I'm not saying that you need to go and, you know, create liability with regards to your livelihood or how close you let people in and things like that. I'm just talking about just life experience and by being open to life experience and to not be so shut off. Because for me personally, that has definitely, definitely changed a lot in the way that I operate and the way that I enjoy life. So I hope you have gotten some value out of this episode. If you have, please do us a favor, drop a review, subscribe down below. Enjoy November the 1st. I still can't believe that we're already in November. Tis the season, right? <laughs> Although we might be moving. So we'll uh, we'll talk about that in the next episode. Have a good day, everybody. Know that we are sending you a long, tight hug from our home to yours. <laughs>